Hello there. You're listening to Geeky Stoics, a podcast about finding the eternal wisdom in some of our favorite stories. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, Batman, you name it. We're trying to find the deeper truths that present themselves within these stories. I'm your host, Stephen Kent, and you can find out more about what we do over at geekystoics.com, a substack, a newsletter that goes out to you every week, giving you a little bit of a deep dive into these stories and showing you what's beneath the surface. This week, we've got a reflection on Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and a connection that you can draw between the work of George Lucas and C.S. Lewis. Let's begin. You know this, but can you hear it? Knowing good from evil and right from wrong all too often gets turned into a complicated affair. What is this so-called good? What is right? Isn't it just a matter of your point of view, culture, or lived experience? That's the heart of the lie told to Anakin Skywalker in one of his many rounds of temptation by Chancellor Palpatine. The Sith Lord in hiding had a singular goal in Star Wars Episode Three which was to turn Anakin away from the Jedi Order and toward the dark side of the Force. Good is just a point of view, Anakin. The Sith and the Jedi are similar in almost every way, including their quest for greater power, Palpatine says softly to him. There it is, in plain sight, the nectar of the intellectual. Anakin is moved by this. His faith in the Jedi has been shaken by years of unceasing war, where the Jedi have served as captains in the trenches of conflict, so much for keepers of the peace. I've been in this place before. My twenties were a time of wandering this same kind of intellectual darkness, cloaking wrong action and relativism and contrived uncertainty. I affirmed lies with who's to say, and covered for a handful of evils with the warm blanket of unconditional empathy. It feels very good to win the battle of who is more open-minded. I feel for Anakin Skywalker in his descent to evil. I myself am vulnerable to that kind of appeal put forward by Palpatine. Are you? Years later, in Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker is training with Yoda on Dagobah, and he wants to know about the dark side, and he asks, is the dark side stronger? Yoda answers, no, quicker, easier more seductive. Luke goes on. He says, how am I to know the good side from the bad? And here Luke is asking a very different type of question. Star Wars sits at the intersection of many cosmic faiths and religions, drawing on dualism and monotheistic stories about our own universe all at once. There are moments at which Star Wars tells us, namely in The Last Jedi, episode 8, that the light and dark are not necessarily good and evil, but two estranged halves warring for balance. One is not necessarily good, and the other not necessarily evil. They work in tandem, and they can be used for either end. What is good? Luke is asking. Yoda is clear in his response. You will know when you are calm, at peace, passive. This is interesting. C.S. Lewis, known for the Chronicles of Narnia, spoke about this very idea on air during the German air raids over London during World War II. He broadcast a series of talks between 1941 and 1944, 
which are now collected in the book Mere Christianity, wherein Lewis works his way through ethical questions about human existence that ultimately led him to believe in God. His first observation is that we human beings know right from wrong innately. He calls this the law of nature. Beginning with simple indecencies such as, hey, you took my seat, I was sitting there first, and leave that person alone, he isn't doing you any harm, human beings appeal to one another's sense of what the standards of behavior should be. We almost expect people to know it, to understand it. The other man very seldom replies to hell with your standard, and if they do, a special excuse is about to follow, is what C.S. Lewis says. Lewis then asks if there is a civilization known to us where people are admired for running away in a battle, or where a man is held as a hero for double-crossing all those who had been kind to him. Egyptians, Babylonians, Hindus, Chinese, Greeks, Romans, Americans, Brits, such a place has not been observed that he knows of. I can't think of one either. And yet, Double-crossing, lying, murder, and cowardice in battle, these things occur everywhere and at every time in history. It... Now stay with me here. The outcomes are what may be celebrated. A murderous coup may be called good, but only in that it was something that had to happen. We call these things necessary evils or worth it. We can artfully justify deeds that defy the law of nature, a sensibility that resounds within us from birth which we hear echoing between our ears each day as we move from action to action. In Lewis's wartime radio talk, he says, What is the sense in saying the enemy is in the wrong unless right is a real thing, which the Nazis at the bottom or the core of themselves know as we do? and ought to have practiced. Remember, the Nazis tried to conceal and cover up the Holocaust in the final months of the war. You don't try to conceal from the world something that you sincerely think is right. What do we make excuses for? We make excuses for a short temper, that time you screamed at a child because you were tired and hungry, aka hangry, we broke our marriage vows because we were lonely, drunk, or resentful. No one makes excuses for right action, such as helping a person up off the ground when they've fallen down, or not screaming at a child when they're tired. When we do right, we ascribe that virtue to ourselves in a self-congratulatory manner. Wrong things, we point and blame. Right things, we pat ourselves on the back. Because we know what is right, as Yoda said, when you are still, listening, calm, and at peace, you know what the good side is and can distinguish it from the bad. You've always known. The key is creating space in your life for calm, for peace, and the necessary quiet. Find it or build it into your day, and then guard it with prejudice. Have a happy new year, my friends. Do good things. You know what good is. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm Stephen Kent, and this is Geeky Stoics. You can find out more about what we do and our mission to delve into the deeper meaning of our favorite pop culture over at geekystoics.com. It's a newsletter, goes out weekly, and you can get a free subscription. There is no cost 
to you to sign up for this newsletter over at geekystoics.com. Until we meet again, may the force be with you.